and welcome to the Astrology Witch Podcast. My name is Tiana and I'll be your host. And today we're going to be talking about the moon signs in astrology. Uh, I had you guys vote on Instagram and take a poll whether you wanted to hear about moon signs or rising signs first and you guys voted for moon signs. So here we are. Okay, so what does the moon sign represent in astrology? So The moon sign in astrology represents many different things. In fact, it can get quite esoteric and existential. Um, It really represents the unconscious part of your personality. And some people say it represents the soul. uh, But really, it's the reflexive actions of your personality, the part of you that you see that maybe nobody else sees or only people who know you quite well would see as an aspect of your personality, and it is quite strong aspect of your pe- personality, but it's the, the reflexive part, the part that you do with, you, you enact in your life without thinking about, um, and it may also be the part of yourself that you hide whenever you can, or that you even deny, it just depends on the placement, uh, and also, too, it can represent your childhood, your past, your upbringing, um, and in some cases, your mother. So we're going to have a look at how that sort of plays itself out in the different signs. And we're going to get started with moon in Aries. So the bright side of an Aries moon is that they're very energetic. They can be very enterprising. They want to take on leadership roles. They have a need for achievement. And um, they are natural leaders. They can also be very optimistic, open to change, and idealistic. The dark side of that is that they can be very impulsive, have trouble following through with things, um, specifically when it comes to emotional aspects of life. They can be opinionated, domineering, impatient, or vain as well. But they are a fire sign, which makes them very active, and their moon will be influenced by that Mar, uh, Martian quality because it's ruled by Mars. And so it has a kind of coolness to it, kind of a, a more passive feel to it. Um, it's passionate, but maybe not in the same way that Leo moons would be because Leo is ruled by the sun. Uh, so this gives them kind of a nervous temperament. It can make Aries moon people a little anxious if they don't handle that excess energy in a healthy way. Um, maybe something I would recommend for anyone with a strong Mars placement is to have a really good workout routine or do something physical like hiking Uh, Because you're going to have a lot of excess energy running through your veins. And if you don't handle it either through uh, by channeling it through fitness or through some kind of ambitious uh, project, then it might end up manifesting itself as like fighting or aggression in your relationships or with other people. Okay, so if you have your moon in Aries, you can be a little high strung and you pretty much are someone that doesn't doubt yourself. You have the gift of self-assurance. You think what you think. You're sure of your opinions and you don't really like when people contradict them. You know what you like and you know what you dislike. You don't have a lot of patience. Aries is fire sign and they're the initiator. They're not really the sign that can follow through though because they're a cardinal sign. So they're good at taking off, not so good at finishing the race though. Um, and they're a vibrant sign, so they can have a lot of charm and liveliness to them. They also have a really special gift for getting others to do what they want. So um, persuasiveness maybe in the way of being 
good at sounding knowledgeable on a wide range of topics, but they have a really short attention span. So again, they're not going to like follow through all the time. That would be something that someone with their moon in Aries would have to work on. They can be very enthusiastic and energetic. Uh, but, you know, again, it really depends on how long this goal is going to go on for. The longer it goes on, the harder the Aries moon is going to have uh, of a time to try and finish that. Obviously, this depends on other placements. If they have more fixed placements or, um, you know, more steadfast placements in their uh, in their chart, then it might not affect them as much. It really just depends. And it depends on what house it falls in because that will be the place that it affects them the most. But one thing about moon signs is that no matter what your placement, no matter where it falls in your chart, it's important to nurture that so that you can have a healthy and balanced emotional state and a good sense of self-esteem. Okay, so again, Aries moon, really good at performing short-term goals. They know how to like pick themselves up and move on to the next exciting thing. Um, they might be really good at, you know, short-term projects. Um, and, you know, they will definitely drive themselves if it's something that they really, really want. They definitely excel when it comes to, like, social aspect of life. They like to make people excited. <laughs> um, they're very witty, and they have kind of a spark to them because they are a fire sign in that moon sense, so emotionally going to be sparking people. Um they're very generous when they feel kindly towards somebody else. They can be unselfish with their time and attention and even their money. Um, but when they feel slighted or underappreciated, they can be pouty and complainy and whiny about how harsh the treatment has been. So, uh, And a part of that, I think, is because, you know, Aries moon, Aries is the youngest sign in the zodiac. So it can be a little underdeveloped. It's going to take some time to really evolve that placement. And anywhere you have younger placements like Aries, Taurus, Gemini, um, you know, they can be considered the lower octaves of certain planet uh, energies. And so you're going to take time to really evolve them into a more mature sense. But they do have a great passion for life and they have a basic optimism that underlies pretty much their entire personality because it is in an emotional placement. And they're really hateful of restriction so they want to do what they want when they want to do it and they don't want anyone to interfere and they don't like advice they don't like other people's opinions they don't want to listen to anyone they want to do it their way and it's pretty much their way of the highway uh and you know they're very good at making like quick decisions and taking decisive action they like to take action and think about it later or not think about it at all uh, in, in some certain careers, they can be very successful because of this emotional certainty and this uh, skill and gift of being able to make quick decisions on the fly, even under pressure. In emotional relationships, though, an Aries moon will struggle because they don't like being tied down or dominated by anyone. They don't like to make compromises. They want to be the one that's in control and they demand freedom in their relationships. Uh, but they won't give you that in return. <laughs> and they want to be the center of their object of affection, uh, attention. So they want to be loved passionately and they want love to be always exciting and always romantic. And if that dwindles into like everyday mundane state, then they're going to grow dissatisfied and restless. Uh, this sign of Aries, it represents sort of a fork in the road, metaphorically in astrology 
And so Aries moon people, they have certain sudden changes that they can take in life. They can reach positions positions of authority and they become successful in the world, especially in business and government, because those are areas that require quick, sudden, uh, sharp decisions, certainty, and uh, kind of rigidity of understanding your opinions and your stances on things. So they succeed in those. Uh, Aries moon people are lovers of the chase. (laughs) They view life as a grand quest, kind of like the hero's journey for them. They impulsively pursue love, success, goals, attention from others, whatever it is, that prize at the end of the road is the thrilling chase for them to go after it. Um, But they do have a certain quality of self-confidence, an adventurous spirit in their personality. And if you have a fire sign in your sun, then the Aries moon will just underline impulsivity and enhance the magnetic ability you have to sway and persuade others because fire signs are charming and passionate. And they have a lot of energy. And if you have a sun sign in air, meaning Gemini, Libra, Aquarius, then your Aries moon will bestow kind of more an intellectual shrewdness about you, but also the persuasive power of expression because you have those intellectual aspects to your personality where you're able to communicate very well. And if you have your sun in an earth sign, Taurus, Virgo, Capricorn, then your Aries moon will accentuate your leadership quality and gives your personality a positive and advanced outlook but if you have your sun in a water sign cancer scorpio pisces then your aries moon will be emphasized by a sense of imagination intensity and a an affinity to create wonderful original works Um, but no matter what your sun sign is your moon sign gives you a quickness of intellect an outspoken and bold nature, and an inability to live under life's restrictions, often the restrictions of other people. Okay, so moving on to moon in Taurus. So the bright side of a Taurus moon person would be that you're considered very trustworthy. You have a certain sense of calm about you that makes other people so comfortable. They might just sit down and tell you their entire life story and ask for your advice, even if they just met you. Uh, You're also determined, warm, affectionate, and artistic. And the dark side of having a Taurus moon can be that you can be obstinate, rigid in your opinions, beliefs, um, rigid in general, um, possessive, overcautious, jealous, or a slave to your routines. Um, Nonetheless, moon in Taurus is actually exalted. And when I say that, what I mean is that the moon is at its best when it's in Taurus. So those with their moon in Taurus are kind of blessed uh, by the moon and get all of its best qualities. The stable sign of Taurus kind of steadies and strengthens a moon's otherwise uncertainty and erratic influences uh, and its changeable nature because the moon is very erratic and changeable. It's uh, considered kind of like a debilitated placement almost no matter where, no matter what placement you have can be difficult but Moon and Taurus is one of the best to have, other than Cancer, uh, which is, you know, a natural placement because Cancer is naturally ruled by the Moon, so it'd be very comfortable there. Okay, so Taurus Moon. It gives you great powers of concentration because you have the commitment of uh, and the stability of a Taurus mindset in emotional pursuits. So 
you live your life the way you might actually work a job. <laughs> Very systematically, getting it done right, slowly and steadily, the way a Taurus would. Uh, everyone else is complicating their lives with emotional and intellectual and passionate <laughs> you know, they're getting very caught up in all of those other things when it comes to their emotions, but you're confronted by a problem and you look for the most effective way to deal with it. And even if it might be painful for you, you figure out how to handle it. So Taurus moon people can also be quiet and reflective. They can ponder sense impressions from the world, meaning that the sensual physical earthy part of Taurus um, can reflect on how that affects them emotionally and with the moon in Taurus you don't form your opinions very quickly um, and so it takes a lot of time for you to come to a decision you have to you know go over all the facts and figure out that this decision will be what it is forever essentially when it's cemented in because the moon is an emotional placement and therefore Taurus being in that emotional placement, your emotions are almost like, I don't want to say unchangeable, but less likely to change than pretty much almost any other placement because it is so stable. It is so secure that once it comes to a decision, once it comes to a certain opinion about things, it's very unlikely to change its mind. Uh, and you know, Moon in Aries is very similar to that, but the difference is that Aries Moon comes to its decision rather quickly and impulsively, and Taurus Moon takes a lot of time to gather all the information and just kind of like doggedly go over the facts <laughs> until they understand what the best decision is and they kind of stick with that. Okay, so Taurus is obviously the sign of earthly possessions and the arts and creativity. So someone with a Taurus moon can actually be quite creative. It can also indicate a person who's very resourceful, someone who gathers resources. And as a moon and Taurus person, you can be blessed in that you seem to have less emotional problems than everyone else, as I said, of any other moon sign. And it might be because Taurus is so practical and positive in its outlook, but, you know, methodical, patient, steadfast, um, and responsible. But it doesn't necessarily reflect how they feel inside, but just how they go about it. Uh, and the sign of Taurus is obviously ruled by Venus, which is the planet of romance and the arts and, you know, physical objects and aesthetics. So someone with their moon in Taurus can have a real love for beauty and art. They can be romantic, elegant, and have a very distinct style. They have a sensual influence and a love for all the creature comforts of life, you know, blankets, home decor, a cozy home, candles, dining, luxurious looking house. Uh, they can be very, very socially uh, equipped or adept, but they don't tend to like big parties or large groups. Their idea of a good evening is a, a small group of friends and a nice little dinner party where they can connect one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, Torian moon people are the like one-to-one -one type person. They're happiest in a close, committed relationship like any Taurus, right? Uh, but it might seem otherwise sometimes, especially if they have a highly passionate sun sign or a flirtatious air sign. 
But at heart, obviously, they want the comfort of a committed relationship. And they gain security by sharing their home and pleasures with someone that they love and are committed to and devoted to. They look for a true soulmate. And when they find that person, they're happy they're happy to settle down. That's what Taurus wants to do ultimately. Also, a moon and Taurus person may have had a childhood that felt very stable or that felt very responsible. It may have even felt rigid. It really just depends on how Taurus qualities manifest themselves. They may have also felt that in their childhood, their mother gave them a sense of stability or that they appeared to be a source of stability and comfort and security for them. Uh, Okay, so again, Taurus loves the committed relationships, especially when it's in the sign of the moon, because that's a very emotional placement. Um, and the other side of this coin is that they have a tendency to stay too long in an unhappy situation um, because they have a need for security and they resist change and they're committed to something and they put so much time into it that they don't want to give it up, uh, you know, because it's become a sense of security for them and comfort, even if it is ultimately not serving an event them anymore. So they shut themselves off for new experiences and just kind of settle. Uh, So that's, you know, one of the tendencies of this moon sign. But no matter what your sun sign is, Taurus moon qualities give this person a kind of patience and determination. And if you also have your sun in an earth sign, then you have an incredible endurance and stability and persistence that's just completely unstoppable. And you can achieve great success and material wealth. If you're in a water sign, the Taurus moon heightens your sense of magnetism and gives you strength and perseverance and a creative imagination. If you have an air sign in your sun, Gemini, Libra, Aquarius, then the Taurus moon gives you a firmer resolve and gives your intellectual prowess a kind of practical pursuit and actually can allow you to make quite a lot of money or be very successful. And if your sun is in a fire sign, Aries, Leo, Sagittarius, then the Taurus moon can add to your physical strength, but give you a kind of fiery, uh, vivacious energy and give your personality good force and the ability to be very popular indeed. But, uh, you know, whatever your sun sign, it doesn't matter so much. The Taurus moon will give you a sense of endurance and commitment, a conservative, reserved outlook and a sensitive, sensual personality that ultimately wants love, security, and comfort. If your moon is in the sign of Gemini. So the bright side of Gemini moons are that you're incredibly versatile. You probably have a lot of interests that you're emotionally attached to. You're very witty, charming, and amusing, and clever. The dark side of a Gemini moon is that you can be scattered, disorganized, inconsistent, cunning, Uh, superficial, or even manipulative. And, you know, Gemini always has a lot of interest. So wherever there's a strong uh, placement of Gemini, you probably have a lot of hobbies. Um, The lively, restless sign of Gemini, it's a mutable sign. It can be a little erratic at times. It's ruled by Mercury, which makes the powerful placements of a sun, moon, or rising in Gemini uh, gives that person the gift of communicating very with clarity and precision. And it also makes them very clever and witty uh, with the languages. <laughs> um, but, you know, uh, Moon and Gemini children can be a little flighty, frivolous, or 
Um, they can have a very active mind or a very creative and imaginative personality. And they can be very inclined to intellectual pursuits because they're so influenced by this air sign. Uh, that can make them an incredibly good writer with a uh, deep imagination because you have a moon placement here, which is going to rule the emotional, uh, intuitive pursuits. So it can make them a very creative writer or a very creative performer or director. Anything in the entertainment industry is something they might very well succeed at. They receive sensory perceptions from the outside world very quickly. Um, and... They sift through this information incredibly quickly to make judgments on what they think about it faster than everybody else, pretty much. If you have a placement in Gemini and your sun, moon, or rising, you're really quick on the uptake. And you might even get frustrated with how slow other people appear to be because you are so quick. You make snap decisions that tend to be more intellectual than emotional. Having a Gemini moon can make a person appear to be a little cold and calculating at times because they tend to intellectualize rather than feel things uh, emotionally. And it's not that they don't have feelings. They simply have an immediate reaction to things on a mental level. And they're fast learners. They probably have an incredibly high IQ. They could make an excellent critic because they understand how to analyze all of the information they're absorbing quickly. And they have an incredible ability to both analyze and then verbalize those <laughs> information that they're intaking. They're a very communicative sign, and it makes them endowed with a great amount of charm. They have a sort of enchanting vibe about them that magnetically draws others to them. And conversations with them tend to run on tangents and take twists and turns and be very exciting. But at heart, Gemini moons are restless and they need constant stimulation. And they don't like being indoors or being by themselves or being inactive. They get unhappy and they should try to take time out of their day to get out and be among people. They tend to be extroverted and need that extroverted stimulation of other people and that connection. Um, even if you're a Gemini moon during coronavirus, like hop on Zoom or something, uh, you know, call up a friend. It's something that your moon needs to be nurtured. Um, and moon in Gemini makes you extremely impressionable to the changing vibe around you. And your skill in speaking or in writing, again, it predisposes you to become a writer, a teacher, a journalist. Um, many famous writers have this placement. Okay, and if you're a moon and Gemini person, you're always sort of mentally assessing your emotions and you can dissect your feelings and emotions and analyze to death why you feel this way or why you think this way, why you behave this way. One of the most famous Gemini moon people who had this quality is, uh, you may know him, he's Sigmund Freud. <laughs> so, you know, you can definitely become almost like your very own personal psychologist. You're quick-witted, vibrant, um, and there's sort of like an innate ability to absorb a lot of new facts and then, you know, on the go, shift your own perspective and change the way that you look at things. And you don't really have firm convictions, but you express an openness to life, which others are fascinated by. In emotional relationships, Gemini moons display a free spirit because they're an air sign. Um, 
they don't like being subject to whims of other people's emotions. They struggle to remain their independence. Uh, sorry, retain their independence. Uh, and they want that. They may sometimes have a grass is greener on the other side type um, issue where they constantly are reaching for things that are just out of reach. Uh, and they might search for the quote perfect love, which obviously doesn't exist, but you know, if you have a, a specific elusive or mysterious uh, relationship with someone, that might actually be the best thing for a moon in Gemini. They can be a little high strung. They have a streak of being discontented or dissatisfied, and it can make them irritable or snappy. Um, but on the other hand, they're amusing. They're witty. They have a great sense of humor. And in the right mood, they are a pleasure to be around, like most Geminis. But they have a lot of talent because Gemini is the represented by the twins. So they might actually be in a constant state of duality where one side of them is happy, the other side of them is sort of upset or sad. Or that can also, depending on what house you have this placement in, it can manifest itself as being kind of like uh, scattered, confused, or spread too thin if it's in kind of like a project house or a work placement could mean that you are emotionally invested in your work, but you like to switch jobs frequently or that you travel often for work. Um, and also, uh, Moon and Gemini people, you know, they are usually multi-talented people. I know that a lot of people like to say that Gemini is a sign of being two-faced, but essentially it's not. It's a sign of being multifaceted. There are many aspects to any strong Gemini placement. So you lose interest in things quickly and drop what you're doing and tend to not finish projects, kind of have a similar feeling to Aries uh, in that sense. But you thrive on change. So changing your, uh, you know, your surroundings, change through traveling frequently or meeting different kinds of people can be very enriching for any strong Gemini placements, especially Gemini moons. In business, your best qualities are your versatility and the way you can win people over. You're a natural performer and you can do very well in partnerships with someone who's practical because you can use your skills of networking and charm and persuasiveness well as, uh, you know, alongside somebody who's practical and down to earth and a little more shrewd. Um, that would be quite the successful partnership. Uh, having to make a final decision is going to be absolute torture for a Gemini moon person. You need someone who's strong and decisive by your side to help make the hard decisions in life. No matter what your sun sign is, Gemini moon qualities of intellectualism and having many interests and facets to your personality is something that's going to be striking. And if you have an air sign in your sun, with a Gemini moon, then your keen intelligence is going to be just that much more accentuated. And you will have the gift of self-expression. If your sun sign is in water sign, Cancer, Scorpio, Pisces, then your emotional nature is sharpened by the Gemini moon's intellectual affinity. And you'll have strong creative instincts and a talent for research. If your sun is in an earth sign, then the Gemini moon will give you a quick intellect that you can use in practical down-to-earth ways in combination with your earth sun sign. 
And if your sun sign is in a fire sign, Aries, Leo, Sagittarius, then the Gemini moon person will have a high mentality that's combined with passion and adventurousness and uh, also a very strong leadership quality. And no matter what your sun sign is, moon and Gemini people have a witty intellect and independent spirit and an imaginative spark to their personality. Okay, and now we are on to Moon in Cancer. So Moon in Cancer's bright side is that you're imaginative, intuitive, sympathetic, protective, and loyal, and often very psychic. The dark side of the Cancer Moon is that you can be possessive, critical, self-pitying, moody, or naggy. So the Moon is naturally at home in Cancer because Cancer is ruled by the Moon. So the best quality of the moon comes out here. Devotion, patience, sensitivity, nurturing, all of those things come out with your moon in Cancer. Also romantic, intuitive feelings, which are all native to Cancer, and the sensuous, receptive moon, they're kind of in harmony with each other. And so if you have a Cancer moon, you have strong emotions, you perceive the world around you through your feelings and not through your intellect at all. So very opposite of Gemini moon. You don't openly show your feelings, however. It's sometimes difficult for others to figure out exactly what makes you tick or how they, where they stand with you, how they feel about you, um, or sorry, how you feel about them. In general, you're more receptive and passive than active. You kind of store away all these emotional impressions and reactions and information and use them at your own disposal. Uh, Cancer moons, they excel in artistic and creative pursuits. They're imaginative, they're creative, they work best at their own pace. Um, Not very desk job type people. They could be doing their best work, being their own boss in a sort of creative pursuit or perhaps by being an entrepreneur. And they have a very retentive memory. They're often found in professions where memory plays a very important role, like a historian, actor, teacher, writer. Um, Cancer moons are very refined, delicate, gentle. They can appear to be aggressive and forceful if they have a more aggressive and bold sun sign like Aries, Leo, Sagittarius, or even Scorpio sometimes, or Capricorn. Uh, But underneath they are vulnerable and easily wounded. They tend to let their feelings kind of fester and they can be touchy and moody and have a quiet kind of self-pity and sometimes even a victim mentality. But they do always kind of lie near the surface and they are, can play victim to the tides of the moon, which are always swaying. And, you know, though they're subject to these mood swings, the ups and downs don't last long and If you take time alone to self-nurture, self-care, then you will definitely see those dark clouds go away. So one of the most striking characteristics of Cancer Moons is the, you know, kind of moodiness they have going on combined with the waxing and waning influence of the moon. It creates kind of a temperamental vibe in Cancer Moon people and at times can be very emotionally exhausting for them. 
and maybe even for others, especially if they're in a close relationship with this person, cancer moons are at their best in deep, committed, loving relationships that soothe and nurture them. Unfortunately, they often have to experience unhappy love and, you know, intimate relationships before they find contentment and security that they're looking for. They are motivated strongly by their feelings, but in an interesting way, they're afraid of them. (laughs) And much like, uh, you know, anything that's going to be one of your strongest affinities, we're often sort of terrified of what we're capable of. And it is true that, you know, it's in a Cancer Moon's nature to distrust love, to feel they're unworthy of someone else's affection and devotion. But they might hold on to a relationship too long that's destructive because deep in their mind, they don't believe they'll find someone else. They think that to be alone is a fate worse than death because all a cancer person wants to do is nurture and love someone else. And, you know, the irony of that is that a cancer moon needs to find a way to love themselves and heal themselves and nurture themselves so that they can truly love another person. Very early in life, moon and cancer people have to go through emotional trials and they find love finally that, you know, truly feeds their soul and makes them feel secure. And then they start to really bloom from that place of security, kind of like a Taurus in a way, but a little more introverted. They can be possessive, you know, of their loved ones. They can guilt people subtly that they love to test that person's feelings for them. But among their most you know, loving traits are that they have an intense feeling of loyalty and dedication to their relationships and to anyone that they have an emotional bond with. Doesn't matter what your sun sign is, Cancer Moon qualities are creative and emotional and that those things will be evident in their personality. If you have a water sign, your intensity and depth of feeling and psychic ability are often influenced even more when you have a Cancer Moon. You'll have an incredible intuition, hypnotic amount of power, especially in creative pursuits. If your son's in an Earth sign, you'll have unshakable loyalty and strong passions, Um, but you'll also have a combination of uh, capturing the imagination of other people and the steadfastness you need to achieve your goals. One thing I, I do deeply believe about the sign of Cancer that is often overlooked is that cancer can be one of the most ambitious and motivated signs, Uh, but they don't often get the credit for that. So if you have your sun in an air sign and a cancer moon, it will give you your intellectual prowess, a sense of magnetism and a daring quality. And you'll have the ability to touch the emotions of others maybe with words. (laughs) And if your sun is in a fire sign, then your cancer moon will give you an enthusiasm and energy into creative pursuits and maybe even make you really good at drama, acting, theater. If your sun sign, or sorry, whatever your sun sign, (laughs) cancer moons give you a sensitivity and a sense of imagination and a crazy amount of personal charisma and also a warm-hearted, loving, nurturing, and romantic nature. And last thing I do want to say is that 
if you have a Cancer moon, it is possible that you had a childhood that was incredibly nurturing to you and incredibly loving. And that may be how you felt about your mother. You may have felt that your mother was a source of nurture and a source of care for you and protection and security. On the other hand, it is possible that you also had a mother who was smothering, guilting, um, overbearing at times, maybe had a victim complex. On the other hand, also, it is possible that, you know, your parents were possessive or moody or critical of you in childhood. And those are the kinds of experiences that can define a Cancer Moon's person's past. And the best way to nurture this placement, I believe, is by developing a sense of self-love and self-care. Cancer and a lot of times Capricorn, um, and even Libra to a certain extent, the partnership signs, and maybe even Scorpio or Pisces, uh, you know, some of these like heavily relational signs tend to look outward for finding their ways to heal themselves and nurture themselves. But Cancer Moon, above all else, is one of the most nurturing signs out there, and they must learn to nurture themselves before they nurture others. Okay, and on to Moon in Leo. If you have a Leo Moon, the bright side is that you're exuberant, creative, colorful, childish at heart, and fun-loving. Childish in a good way, like you know, you have that that inner child that comes out, that playful spirit. The dark side of the Leo moon is that you can be self-indulgent, egotistical, self-centered, self-absorbed, conceited, overbearing, and sometimes even a bully. But Leo is a very magnetic leadership sign, and in the moon, its power is positive. Even its dark side is less dark than all the other signs because Leo is ruled by the sun. They kind of tend to have this sort of canceling each other out effect in some cases. It's a wonderful placement for the moon because it gives warmth and stability to the moon's influence, which are often changing and erratic. But it gives an idealistic quality to it as well. So if you have a Leo moon, you have strong emotions and can be reached through your heart center rather than your head. You can be very passionate and romantic and emotional. You're a quick learner, and especially when it's an emotional pursuit, something you're very invested in. But if a subject is not arousing your emotions, if you have no interest in it, then don't even bother. Sensory perceptions you receive from the world around you are going to come to you on an emotional level. And obviously, depending what house this lands in, it's going to land in that area of life very specifically, but it will affect it. It's going to radiate out to all areas of life. And in order to make you change your mind, someone has to change how you feel. So Leo moons have very striking characteristics in that they refuse to be, uh, they're unencumbered by the roles of others. They just do not want to be held down by that. They are extremely intelligent and hospitable to new ideas, but they don't have very much sympathy for narrow-mindedness. They like to be the center of attention. They take on public roles very naturally. They're highly expressive, creative, and drawn to the world of theater, music, painting, the arts in general. They 
pretty much end up in showbiz a lot of the time. In fact, if you look up the natal charts of many celebrities, you'll find that they either have a Leo rising, they have a Leo sun, they have a Leo moon, they have a massive amount of Leo placements. Leo just shines in the spotlight. And if you have a Leo moon, you possess a wonderful sense of humor and a great amount of personal charm. It makes you a lot of fun to be around. There's a sense of excitement about you. And if nothing interesting is happening or anything amusing, then you'll definitely create it, which means that Leo moons can be a little bit dramatic. They're sincere, open, sociable, and they have a way of lifting the spirits of other people. Moon and Leo people work hard in groups. They have a talent for inspiring people to do their best. And their immediate reaction to a problem is to confront it. You know, they're the king of the jungle, lions. So they definitely don't sit around, you know, fretting about it. They do something about it. It's a very fiery energy. Act first, think later. They are a natural leader. They'll feel that they have a purpose in life. They can be bossy and overbearing, though, so they can be kind of like an order giver. They don't like taking orders, but they are cheerful and enthusiastic people, so most people find them easy to forgive, even of their shortcomings. Leo moons have a huge well of optimism and energy that others draw from and even can be kind of quite contagious. Their vanity, though, is a major weakness for them. They're a sucker for anyone who gives them compliment, and they love an audience and attention. It can also be said that they get more of their share fare of attention anyway, because Moon and Leo imparts a lovable quality to their personality and helps them shine quite naturally. They're drawn to the luxuries of life, and they like good food, fine wine, luxurious goods, pretty clothes. They are excellent hosts, and they love giving parties. They can be quite extroverted. Uh, Unless you have something like a Taurus or a Capricorn placement prominently in your natal chart, Leo moons will always pick up the check. So (laughs) meaning that, you know, you have a placement that values frugality and stability and won't overspend its budget, then Leo moon is always going to treat everyone else. But they end up paying for being so extravagant. In love, they are very romantic, but they have a kind of extra sense of romance. Um, But it's not sparked by anyone who doesn't make them look good in turn. They need a partner who gives them the best advantage, helps them keep up their image to the world, and even who boasts and brags about them, gives their, kind of feeds their ego. They have a tendency to put their object of affection also on a pedestal, and equally brag about them. (laughs) They might not even be virtues that they actually have. That's just the effect of being loved by a Leo moon. But alas, when a lover doesn't live up to those expectations, Leo moons can be disappointed um, because they take love very seriously. And also because their relationship feels like an extension of themselves and their failure to be wonderful can wound their pride and ego. They're jealous and possessive at times toward their loved ones, but they're also flirtatious and can, you know, be sort of not, uh, I don't want to say floozy because that sounds bad, but you know, they can be very whimsical. No, what is the word I'm looking for? Um, 
you know, someone that they, they're, they're fickle. They can be very fickle with their emotions and they want to be admired by everyone. They can be a bit of an attention addict if they don't nurture this moon placement. No matter what your sun sign is, Leo moon qualities are warm. They have a strong vitality and a lot of charisma. If you have it in a fire sign, then the Leo moon will accentuate your create your creativity and your leadership qualities. If your sun is in an air sign, then the Leo moon will give you a compelling quality to your intellectual people-oriented personality. And if you have your sun in an earth sign, then the Leo moon gives you a strong, passionate nature and really great money-making skills in the practical world. If your sun is in a water sign, then the Leo moon heightens your already powerful emotional impact on others. And whatever your sun sign is, moon and Leo people give you a certain dignity and an affectionate nature and a natural sense of leadership. Okay, moving on to moon in Virgo. So moon in Virgo on the bright side uh, makes a person very intellectual, meticulous, detail-oriented, industrious, and responsible. On the dark side, they can be incredibly critical, high-strung, uh, aloof or standoffish, argumentative, and even a hypochondriac. So the sign of Virgo, it does stabilize the effect of the moon in this placement, but it can be a difficult placement in the sense that uh, Virgo is a sign of intelligence and practicality. It, it gives the moon an analytical shift. And so when you have your moon in Virgo, you can have a very critical, um, discerning mind. You don't pursue knowledge for the sake of learning. You use it to figure out how to use what you learn in a practical way, just like any other sign. But your immediate reaction to the impressions you receive is to analyze what you've just seen and heard. You're very meticulous in sifting through that information, kind of similar to a Gemini. Um, but you question whatever you hear. Uh, Virgo moons can be so skeptical that they don't believe what they see with their own eyes. They can be quite the conspiracy theorist. They love to discuss ideas and probe into opinions held by others, but they themselves are quite married to their own preconceived notions and opinions. They're not super stubborn like other earth sign placements can be, uh, but they hold on to a theory until the facts prove them wrong. They are definitely seekers of truth, and they believe truth is everything that's left after all the falsities are dispelled and exposed. And you don't look through the world with rose-colored glasses. And it's not even that you're really pessimistic. You just tend to be a life-is-what-it-is type person. You have a practical realism about yourself. It makes you very good at business and handling money. Uh, your eyes on long-term profit and not immediate gain. You're concerned with security and providing for your old age. You're very prudent. And that is, you know, the effective Virgo in a moon placement. So Virgo moon people tend to bring in extra cash and they have a touch of perfectionism and try to create that perfectionism and professionalism to almost everything they do. They have a methodical approach to solving problems, figuring out exactly what needs to be done and tackling that issue one step at a time by every little detail. They do have a tendency to worry and to freak out over what might go wrong and try to cover every extenuating circumstance. 
they think that too much good work is ruined by the lack of just a little bit more effort. They're like the type of person that gives 110% and then maybe a little bit more. They don't spare themselves. They're critical with others at times. And logic is the only thing really that they live by. They find it frustrating to deal with people who are illogical, illogical, scatterbrained, or too emotional. They think people belong not somewhere in some other fantasy land, not in the real world. Um, they are very selective in who they choose for friends and whatever activities they take part in. There's a certain judgmental quality about a Virgo moon person, and they bring it into almost every situation. No experience comes over you without you learning a lesson. And Virgo moon women are sometimes thought of as unfeminine because they're very efficient and thorough and organized. Um, and they can be so methodical that they come off as less graceful than some other signs, even if it's not necessarily true. Uh, but, you know, any gender of this sign doesn't matter. They come off reserved and may even have a sense of purity about them or prudence about them. They can shrink from sentimentalities or being overly emotional and thus sometimes they are perceived as cold and detached. But in truth, the less developed Virgo moon people pick other people apart and have a kind of pettiness about them. However, Virgo moon people are caring and they give in practical service-oriented ways. You can definitely count on a Virgo moon. Virgo is a sign of service and servants and also the maiden. So there's a sense of purity and pure-heartedness and true sense of wanting to be helpful. Lunar Virgos want to be useful. And in matters of love, Virgo moon people, they aren't always the most self-confident. They might think that the, I don't know, <laughs> that the ideal mate, you know, is someone who is quite unlike them. So a lot of Virgo moon people, even though they have this intel intelligent, logical, neat, uh, critical, high-strung way about them, they are often attracted to people who are the exact opposite of them, people quite unlike them, more emotional, elusive, less calculating, more able to express their feelings. And in love relationships, Virgo moon people take on the role of the critical, caring, parental figure often, unconsciously. But Virgo moons are afraid of feeling messy feelings like anger or vulnerability. <laughs> and they tend to live in this strange illusion that their love lives are calm, stable, and under control. And honestly, they strive for that. It gives them a sense of security, much like Taurus. But no matter what your sun sign is, Virgo moon qualities are caution and seriousness and a sense of purity that show up in all these Virgo moon personalities. If you have your sun in an art sign, practicality will be even more pronounced and you'll be very uh, money aware, very thrifty and um, <laughs> I don't know, like not spendy at all. If your sun is in a fire sign, Virgo moon can bring you strength and endurance to support your creative pursuits. And it's a great combination for people who are in places, in positions of um, government or in performance. 
if your sun is in an air sign, Virgo moon gives you an even sharper intellect and also a flair for creating original work. And if your sun is in a water sign, then Virgo moon people can give you a greater dimension to an emotional nature. You get blessed with a rare combination of psychic ability and hard-headed realism. But no matter your sun sign, Virgo moon people are gifted with keen mental powers, a strong sense of common sense, and an intelligent, thoughtful, and giving approach to life. Okay, now we're moving on to Moon in Libra. Moon in Libra, on the bright side, you're adaptable, creative, charming, good-natured, diplomatic, and intellectual. On the dark side, you're indecisive, self-indulgent, dependent, frivolous, and often quite changeable. Libra is the sign of aesthetics and aesthetic perception and balance and harmony and fairness and justice. And it's in this moon's, <laughs> it, it, it's influenced by the moon's kind of romantic, glamorous influence. So it makes the need for aesthetics even more accentuated. You'll have a keen appreciation for beauty and art, an artistic eye, artistic eye that is unmatched by pretty much any other moon sign. You'll have a heightened awareness of your environment and other people because Libra is a sign of mirroring and partnerships. So you'll have an understated understanding of the... <laughs> feelings of other people, the vibe in the room. However, what your true values are, are the experiences that will make life seem more beautiful and appealing to you. You hate coarseness, vulgarity, or struggle. (laughs) And your immediate reaction to anything unpleasant is to deny it or put it in a better light. And Libra moons try to surround themselves with comfort and lovely things or give their environment a tranquil luxurious calming vibe if it was possible libra moon people would live in a flower-filled room with soft music playing in the background forever they enjoy beautiful things and they're happy to spend theirs and sometimes other people's money on possessions that they want (laughs) they are the kind of person to walk into a store and spot that perfect thing that will go with that other thing they already own at home in their closet. But (laughs) there is a sort of ritual surrounding the thing that's as important as the thing itself. They've sort of married to a sense of harmony and balance that's created through aesthetics. So moon in the balance sign of Libra gives you also an open, independent mind that tries to evaluate the world in a rational, intellectual way because Libra is an air sign. However, Libra moons have great personal charm and they're able to get along with pretty much anyone. They're wonderful at understanding the other person's point of view, although they never lose sight of their own self-interest. For the most part, they are pleasing and easy to be around, to live with. They have a amiable disposition. Libra is the sign of partnership, so they function well in relationships, but they can be codependent at times uh, or stuck in relationships just because they don't want to upset the relationship or start a fight. 
but very often their destiny can be tied up in uh, strong and influential people in with whom they form connections with early on. And to a large extent, what you accomplish can depend on other people because again, Libra is a sign of partnership. You essentially love with your head rather than your heart, which is a bit calculated <laughs> and it's very balanced. Um, to become a Libra Moon person's lover, a person has to possess certain qualities, good looks, good social manners. Um, it's not that Libra Moon people are unemotional, but they love aesthetics more than steamy passion, depending on what else is influencing them. They try to create something beautiful from every angle. They might go through a number of affairs and marriages before they finally settle down with someone who they're actually intellectually compatible with, which is actually more necessary to them than sexual compatibility. But it depends, again, on other placements that will influence and accentuate the different um, planetary placements and house placements in your natal chart. When you are happy in a marriage, Libra moons take great satisfaction because it gives them an answer to their need for security, reassurance, and balance. And they truly enjoy sharing their lives with others because, again, they're a sign of partnership. No matter what their sun sign is, Libra moon qualities of refinement and grace will show up for these people. If your sun is an air sign, then Libra moon accentuates keen intellect and gives you unsurpassed ability to win popularity with other people and get what you want through networking. If your sun is in an earth sign, Libra moon gives you a strength of purpose with creative, with creative pursuits. And it can be a winning combination for entrepreneurs and those who have a public life, such as actors, celebrities, um, business owners. If your sun's in a water sign, Libra moon underlines intuitive, imaginative personalities and gives a, a strong, balanced intellectual approach to an um, otherwise emotional person. If your sun's in a fire sign, Libra moon will heighten your magnetism and help your ability to put your original ideas into action. However, whatever your sun sign is, Libra moon people will give you a polished, charming manner and an instinct for fairness, justice, and artistic style. Okay, finally, we're on to Moon in Scorpio. I don't know why this is one of my favorites. <laughs> moon in Scorpio. Okay, so the bright side of the Scorpio moon is that you're imaginative, ambitious, determined, powerful, emotional, sometimes psychic, mostly psychic, and idealistic. The dark side is that you can be secretive, jealous, possessive, resentful, or domineering. Now, Scorpio is a sign of death and resurrection and sometimes sex and extreme emotion. And so to have it in your moon placement gives you a sensual power, uh, but it also makes you very forceful. So if you have a Scorpio moon, you have a spiritual nature to you and intense feelings that motivate you to action. You're clever at hiding your true feelings, just like a Cancer moon, but a moon in Scorpio is one of the more difficult lunar positions to have. You can be driven by strong passions that you tend to deny are motivating you, and you often disapprove of your own emotions. 
and deny them entirely. You keep your reactions hidden under a calm surface. Um, you can exercise great self-control because Scorpio is that powerful. <laughs> but if an experience becomes painful, you can cut yourself off from your feelings entirely uh, rather than continue to suffer. Uh, you dread any form of rejection. Your ability to deaden those feelings allows you to feel control, but it will also slowly destroy you. And in effect, if your Scorpio moon does not deal with the lessons of finding your moon's true potential for wisdom and mastery, um, you have to let go emotionally and feel your pain. And through that experience, uh, expands your ability to love and the capacity for love. And that is a true Scorpio moon person's power. A moon and Scorpio person possesses incredible willpower and powers of observation. The judgments are shrewd, accurate. They're almost blessed with a phenomenal memory. And it can be a great aid in your line of work. But it does tend to make you kind of brooding when it comes to emotional injury. Scorpio moon people never forget and wait years to get revenge, <laughs> much like the Vikings. They don't necessarily mean to be cruel or vengeful, but at any time, they can instantly recall, recall a slight or wound to their pride or ego. They rem remember exactly what the other person said and how they felt at the time. Their persistence and determination, however, and enable them to rise above any obstacles in their way. And this moon position will give you obstacles. However, there is a, you know, trouble in the life of Scorpio moons, but it often concerns family problems or health. And having a Scorpio moon creates a need for you to escape into fantasy. But evolved Scorpio moon types use spiritualism in order to benefit humanity, to heal their wounds, and to help the world. And passion is always a factor with any Scorpio placement as is sexuality, and Scorpio moons can heal themselves and direct this energy through creative work, careers that demand self-sacrifice. Work will be important for you, but the work must be meaningful and effort that allows you to express yourself. You'll have high standards and a pride in your work that will be visible in everything that you do. You'll be ambitious and endowed with an executive sort of ability. Um, and it's especially true if your sun or ascendant isn't an earth sign, it's gonna be even more steadfast. Without being aware of it, you possess a sensuality that will attract others to you. And that's because Scorpio is ruled by Pluto, which is the ruler of sex and the occult and death and hidden things in the occult. So you might actually have an interest in taboo topics. You might even have an interest in crime documentaries or uh, a love for diving deep into the darker sides of life. You might succeed in something that involves forensic justice or <laughs> crime uh, investigation. There's a source of difficulty in your love life because Scorpio moons might marry more than once. They have a fear of being controlled, and that's sort of where their relationship issues begin. They need to be in a position of emotional vulnerability, and 
they need to be at the mercy of someone else to experience that. However, that is the way that they can heal. It is impossible or almost impossible for them to completely trust someone else, and it takes a lot for them to commit fully. However, the secret is that they have a need for emotional security. And in a sense, there's no security that is secure enough for a Scorpio moon. However, once they feel safe, they are capable of deep love. And no matter what their sun sign may be, Scorpio moon qualities are persistent and intense in no matter what. Uh, If you have a water sign in your sun, then a Scorpio moon will give you intense creativity and energy and a gift for turning your dreams into reality once you set your mind to it. If your sun is in an earth sign, a Scorpio moon will accentuate your leadership qualities and capacity for authority. You might really excel in politics. If your sun is in an air sign, the Scorpio moon will give you deep intellectual powers and an ability to captivate the public. Again, another really great placement for politics or being a public personality on television and movies, actor, director, writer. Um, If your sun is in a fire sign, Scorpio moon emphasizes your compelling personality, your passionate uh, drive for success. However, whatever your sun sign is, Scorpio moon will give you a strong inner core of self-reliance and arresting sensuality that makes you magnetic to others and a flair for influencing others. Okay, on to moon in Sagittarius. If you have a Sagittarius moon, then the bright side is that you're adventurous, freedom-loving, philosophical, philosophical, (laughs) philosophical, philosophical, uh, optimistic, exuberant, open-minded, and sincere and honest. The dark side is you can be restless, extravagant, irresponsible, careless, and non-committal, even a little flighty. Uh, so Sagittarius moons have a spark and a brightness that they don't have in other signs. Sagittarius moon people can uh, have a gift for higher learning. In fact, Sagittarius is the sign of higher learning and vision, like grand vision. And so the moon takes on a sort of active quality in Sagittarius. Sagittarius moon people are noted for being quick-witted, sharp intellectually. They have extraordinary insights to share and ability to get things done quickly. They have a clear thinking intelligence and they're able to sift through all their impressions and do it with the kind of swiftness everyone else wishes they had. And they're the kind of people who envision incredible goals, completely undaunted by failure, set out with complete optimism and achieve them effortlessly. They don't listen to advice about pitfalls or drawbacks. Uh, They don't wait to find out if a plan is impractical. They just use their own energy and enthusiasm to rush in and accomplish exactly what they wanted to. Uh, One reason for the success is that they have great judgment. The Sagittarius moon is so the moon will be in the sign of Sagittarius, which again is of grand visions. And they can see further into the future than people with other moon signs. So Sagittarian moons are they're fond of open spaces. They don't like to be tied down. They love their freedom. They enjoy travel, new people, 
different surroundings. They also enjoy exploring the world through books. Sagittarian is Sagittarius is a sign of wanderlust, one of the signs. The other is Aquarius. Um, they're both the freedom-loving signs. And Sagittarius is known as the adventurer of the Zodiac. And because of this, people often think that they will automatically love travel or live abroad. And this is indeed true for some people, depending on what house it lands in, specifically the ninth house, which is the house of long travels over water. <laughs> but also, can denote traveling in their mind? It's the sign of higher learning. And so if a Sagittarian moon is invested in a topic, they will dive deeply into that topic and expand and explore in their mind through higher learning. So the thing with Sagittarius moons is that one of their most incredible traits is adaptability. Sagittarius is a mutable sign and they can have many almost chameleon qualities. They can adapt their personality and adjust to foreign places. Their reactions to new experiences is to explore and learn more. They are excited by these experiences. They love expanding their horizons and they're not exclusively interested in profiting. Money actually won't have, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it won't be that important to strong Sagittarius placement, and they might actually have difficulties keeping money. They might also not have difficulties making it, though. Uh, they are blessed by Jupiter in a way, because they have a strong placement here, and Jupiter will bless wherever it is. Um, most people with a Sagittarius moon might feel that the purpose of money is to enjoy pleasures of life. They want to experience life to its fullest. They can be a little careless and reckless. They believe in their luck. So they tend to let fate take the wheel, in a, in a word. They operate on optimistic fatalism in some situations. And the danger is that they might push luck a little too far. However, setbacks don't keep them down for long because they have quickly this ability to quickly renew their spirits and replenish their own optimism and a fresh outlook and just set out once more <laughs> and achieve again. It's actually quite admirable and enviable because they have charm and geniality. They have a knack for making friends and networking. They have a witty way with words and a great sense of humor. They have a social ability to sweep others in the tidal wave of adventure and optimism. One of their most enduring qualities of a Sagittarius moon is their ability to perceive the best in people. They criticize with a honesty and openness that makes it actually easy to receive when given to others. And in fact, some with Sagittarius placements in their moon may feel that their childhoods were quite carefree and adventurous and fun. They might have felt it was easy for them to explore. They may have also felt that it was um, sometimes unstable with their parents or that they moved a lot <laughs> or that their mother in particular um, was a lot of fun. She might have been the fun mom who would take them on adventures, who was optimistic, could also have been quite irresponsible or extravagant or non-committal. 
So unlike the other fire moons, Sagittarius moon people are not highly sexual and passionate. They look at love more as an adventure. They live for the thrill of the discovery, the stimulating euphoria of being in love, but they aren't always willing to immerse themselves in the deep emotional intensity of it. After a while, their lovers might feel that they're too detached and unreachable. A perfect soulmate for a Sagittarian moon is someone who looks outward more than inward, and in time your love affairs will become more like friendships. You may also have a roving eye, so to speak, and a refusal to be tied down to one place or one person. And you may require a lot of personal space and independence and freedom in order to function at your best. It doesn't necessarily make you a bad marriage partner. And in fact, they make marvelous companions, no matter what Sagittarius placement you may have. The stereotype is that Sagittarians are cheaters. Um, But it's definitely not true. They can be incredibly loyal companions. It's just that they have a certain lightheartedness about love and fidelity. Life to them means change of variety, and they often apply that to love. However, they, depending on their other placements, um, can be incredibly loyal in love once they've found the right person. No matter what your sun sign is, Sagittarian moon qualities include optimism and expansion in expressing their own personality. If your sun is in a fire sign, Sagittarius moon will accentuate self-confidence, adventurous spirit, and a love for new experiences. If your sun is in an air sign, then the Sagittarius moon will give you vitality, enthusiasm, keen intellect, and a talent for marketing and sales often. If your sun is in an earth sign, you combine your common sense with an optimistic creative outlook, which is an excellent position for people in politics and law. And if your sun is in a water sign, your emotional imagination, it's sort of accentuated by the philosophical and energetic vision of the Sagittarius moon, which can be a great combination for artists and writers and any sort of creative occupation. However, whatever your sun sign is, Sagittarius moon placements will give you a love for higher learning, humanitarian instincts, and doing the right thing, the best thing, existential pursuits, maybe even a love for travel, and a gift for being independent. Okay, now we're on to moon in Capricorn. The bright side of the Capricorn moon is that you're determined, powerful, responsible, patient, disciplined, and committed. The dark side of the Capricorn moon is that you can be rigid, pessimistic, opinionated, materialistic, and judgmental. Capricorn has both a stabilizing and restrictive effect on a moon placement. So people with this moon position have to overcome obstacles within their own nature to find happiness that they're seeking. Because Capricorn moon gives them an alert mind, they are very eager to learn. However, they're not interested in the vague theories because Capricorn always wants to put knowledge to use and gain that experience that they trust. And in fact, many Capricorn moon placements are can be inventors or politicians. And 
also Capricorn moon placements can be extremely hardworking. They tend to have a very organized, ambitious, and prodigious nature when it comes to work. They're self-sufficient, they can be loners, very solitary, and they are often haunted by this feeling of responsibility of all the tasks that they must do, even if they aren't necessarily things that they must do. They are very determined people, but they have a single-mindedness that can sometimes turn to obsession. They pin hopes on one idea, turn all energies in that direction, and if they fail, they may suffer serious dark times. (laughs) Of course, they have an unshakable commitment, so most Capricorn moons succeed and make an imprint on the world. And in fact, many Capricorn moons are famous presidents, such as George Washington, Abraham Lincoln. They all had their moon in Capricorn. Um, Capricorn moons who have their sun or ascendant in cardinal signs can be particularly auspicious placements for leadership. Money is very important to Capricorns, not so much for what it can buy, but the status that it bestows. Especially in the world of business, finance, politics, high society, uh, and government. They have charming social manners and an instinct for getting to know the right people because Capricorn rules your reputation in the world. So reputation is incredibly important for strong Capricorn placements in your sun, moon, or rising. Uh, Unknown to everyone, but the closest people to you, Capricorn moons may suffer feelings of insecurity, loneliness, and they often try to conceal this with a dry sense of humor. Capricorn moons, actually any strong Capricorn placement will have a very developed sense of sarcasm. Your secret terror of being abandoned and having someone you love cease to love you is definitely in the back of a Capricorn moon month. They might find it hard to reveal their deepest feelings and therefore they may come off as cold and calculating. Many Capricorn moon placements, um, they definitely seek authority and power as compensation for all the difficulties they encounter in emotional areas. Capricorn moons tend to not find true love in you. They're very cautious and reserved. They turn their feelings inward and need a lot of emotional reassurance before they allow themselves to be expressive in their emotional outlook and their feelings. They have difficulty putting complete trust in someone else, but at the same time, uh, when they're past 30, they might find that the person they become totally involved with um, they're, and find their love is durable. They feel more secure within that emotional relationship. If they do, then that commitment could last their entire lifetime. They're extremely loyal and steadfast, generous, and giving in love and to those they care for. And in fact, they often more give more than they get back. It's especially true about relationships of female Capricorn moon people to their lovers and friends. But no matter what your sun sign is, Capricorn moon qualities include steadfastness, dedication, and a real devotion to manifesting themselves in this life in a practical, cemented, material way. If your sun is in an earth sign, then a Capricorn moon underlines your executive talent and ability to achieve greatness. 
you'll have hidden depths to your character that others may not find so apparent and you may not reveal to anyone but those closest to you. If your sun is in a water sign, Capricorn moon will give you force and a dynamic creativity. It's an excellent position for attracting wealth and fame. If your sun is in an air sign, a Capricorn moon can bring strength and intensity to the resourcefulness and encourages all of your various interests. It's a good combination for people in communications, television, or publishing. And if your sun is in a fire sign, a Capricorn moon gives you a special gift for leadership and authority and self-reliance. You also may mesmerize people. Uh, Whatever your sun sign, Capricorn moon people will be persistent, ambitious, powerful, and have an instinct for being excellent in a public capacity. Moving on to moon in Aquarius. Aquarius moon's bright side is that they are idealistic, creative, tolerant, and they have a humanitarian and progressive approach to life. The dark side of an Aquarius moon is that they can be unpredictable, aloof, detached, contrary, paradoxical, fixed in their opinions, or completely tactless. Um, Aquarius is a pretty favorable sign for the moon to be in. Um, it gives admirable qualities of sensitivity and perception and mixes that with rational thinking and humanitarianism in Aquarius. So it gives clear logic to altruistic concerns for somebody with an Aquarius moon. Aquarius moon people are rational, intuitive, and imaginative. Their senses will be well-balanced, accurate, and they will have immediate reaction to impressions they receive from the outside world and deal with them in a very scientific but open-minded way, while also trying to understand them from the human point of view. There aren't really any extremes of temperament in this position. You won't be too emotional or too intellectual. They'll be visionary, but not super eccentric. Aquarian moon people will have a wonderful gift for expression and vitality. They'll be witty conversationalists and be a great companion. They'll have friendliness that charms all types of people. They will be very people-oriented, sociable and outgoing, and interested in other people's problems. However, unlike water signs in moon placements, they never become so emotionally involved that it alters their own life. There's a balance that runs through every relationship they have. Aquarian moon passions are passions of the mind. They're interested in ideas, philosophy, higher learning. They enjoy science, mathematics, and also art, music, and literature. They're not a person of extremes. They're very well-rounded intellectually, and they'll have a wide range of interests in different fields and associate with a large number of different people. Aquarius is a sign of future knowledge, so not just higher learning, but ascended um, ascended mentality, transcendence of intellect. Um, and so as an Aquarian moon person, they will be interested in the unknown, what lies ahead. They can even be clairvoyant or uh, be able to have kind of premonitions before they happen in a sense. On the other hand, they're not super practical or down to earth and they have a wide outlook, but often are short-sighted. They tend to see things in terms of large concepts, but when it comes to hard work and the daily mundane toil of turning a concept into reality, they're likely to drift off in search of some new idea. Aquarius moon types are often 
very unusual in the people and places and projects that interest them the most. Aquarian moon people have a butterfly type quality. They like to sample an experience and then go off to find something new without really diving too deeply into it. They're inclined to be somewhat ambivalent about love and they have strong romantic streaks, but also a horror of being suffocated by someone else's demands. They can't bear to be uh, under the thumb of a possessive, jealous lover. And they're drawn to emotionally unavailable people, essentially. Unconsciously, they choose people who shun them. The less interested, less interested, interested someone is in you, the more interested you become. <laughs> and in your early years, you could spend a lot of time trying to figure out what you want as opposed to what you think you might want. And going back and forth between a romantic longing and feeling totally detached from it all. Aquarius moon people seek a fine balance between commitment and independence. And they might go through a number of unsatisfactory relationships before they do finally marry, often in later years. And the relationship will quickly become a friend and companion, husband and wife or partner and partner position because to Aquarian moons, the most important glue in a relationship is communication. They often build those relationships off of friendship and intellectual compatibility. In general, um, Aquarian moon placements, uh, male placements might have an easier time emotionally than female moon Aquarians because it's more socially acceptable for males to be intellectual and emotionally detached. However, no matter what your sun sign or gender persuasion the Aquarius moon qualities will always be intelligence and individualism. If your sun is in an air sign, then Aquarius moon will emphasize your superior intellect and ability to deal successfully with all different kinds of people. And it's a great combination for those in the field of communication. If your sun is in a fire sign, Aquarius moon will give you imagination and dynamic, exuberant forcefulness, which is a great combination for those in public life, such as in government politics, or uh, public-facing personalities, such as in television or movies, or even journalism. If your sun is in an earth sign, then an Aquarius moon adds to your practical gift for innovation and original work. It's excellent for performing artists, such as actors, directors, <laughs> And if your sun is in a water sign, then the Aquarius moon will accentuate your imagination and your clairvoyant abilities. You'll have a unique talent for self-expression, but whatever your sun sign, Aquarius moon people will be independent and have a stimulating intellect, a persuasive charm with people, and a side to your personality that is always really fascinated by the unconventional. Finally, we are on to moon in Pisces. If you have a Pisces moon, then the bright side is that you're compassionate, sensitive, loving, intuitive, creative, and loyal. The dark side is you can be discontented, indecisive, vague, unconditional, lacking in boundaries, secretive, and easily confused. Uh, Pisces and the moon have a natural sort of affinity with one another. Pisces is the depths of emotion, the depth of the oceans of consciousness, if you will. And the moon represents your instinctive emotional reactions, the unconscious and sometimes hidden dreams of a person. So 
Pisces is the astrological sign of sorrow and undoing. If you have your moon in Pisces, you have deep feelings and an innate understanding of humanity and the human condition. A danger with someone with a Pisces moon position is that the impressions you receive from the outside world may not actually reflect the world as it is. Instead, they're filtered through intense idealism and romanticism. You may have an instant reaction to interpret things as you would like them to be rather than as they actually are. You may be often accused of wearing rose-colored glasses um, <laughs> and you might be an incurable optimist, a dreamer, a poet. However, you are an artist at heart. And in fact, many Pisces moon placement people can be very romantic, idealistic, and creative. They have a romantic emotionalism that's not always apparent. Um, and they may try to keep this part of themselves hidden. Even the most practical person with a Pisces moon will feel the need to escape into a world of private imagination. And this can sometimes manifest itself as a love for certain fantasy television shows, for reading, for gaming in fantasy video games, uh, some kind of escapist coping mechanism can materialize here. Pisces moon people are artistics. They have a love for beauty and the arts. Um, they may have a flair for acting, writing, composing, painting, and they're gifted with vision and imagination. They express themselves very well in creative areas. And it is often through the senses and the emotions rather than the intellect that they perceive things. They're incredibly intuitive and gifted with psychic vision often. They seem to be able to strip away the veil that separates the real world from the spiritual world. Or perhaps it's their lack of boundaries that allows them to simply step through and know things that others cannot even understand. However, in the real world, <laughs> Pisces does not always have an easy time. Pisces moon people tend to let their emotions get the better of them. They might seem confident or completely in charge, especially if they have a fire sun or an earth sun. However, they have a weakness for letting those with strong wills and certainty lead them into unsuitable paths. And they can work tirelessly and unselfishly for others. They find it hard to be strict and disciplined for themselves. Pisces moon people have to make final decisions, but it will cause extreme conflict and anxiety for them. They have a strong tendency to escape harsh realities and obligations. Um, they might even be perceived as gullible or overtly naive, but it is only that their emotional nature makes them appear that way. They are easy prey for unscrupulous, unprincipled types who may play on their tender emotions. And Moon in Pisces, people are born under a special vibration that allows them to befriend all of humanity. And indeed, it's through helping others that they liberate themselves. In love, as the rest of their life, they prefer illusion to reality. They love the wild passion, the feeling of being swept away. Uh, that's what they desire most. Their favorite er uh, life moments will be the euphoria of love filling up their entire being. They indeed can be addicted to romance. Pisces moon people will drift from affair to affair to keep the experience of euphoria and the glow of love as a kind of escapism going. And indeed, Pisces moon people are romantic, who will do anything they can to keep their partner happy. And it is their nature to do this, even if they don't get the same in return. Um, at the same time, they may feel vulnerable and dependent and build up an elaborate 
uh, routine of defenses to avoid being hurt. However, once they get past playing the victim role, they are able to sustain a truly fulfilling relationship with honesty and depth. Uh, no matter what the sun sign pers- uh, of the person, Pisces moon people have the qualities of creative imagination and sensitivity. If you have your sun in a, wand- a water sign, Pisces moon will accentuate your intuitive nature, your spirituality, and gift you with unique artistic talent. If your sun is in an earth sign, you will be able to combine strength of purpose with Piscean qualities of perceptiveness, imagination, and idealism, which is an excellent placement for those in politics or humanitarian work. If your sun is in an air sign, Pisces moon people can combine your keen powers of communication and give you a clairvoyant ability and a gift for touching the emotions of others. If your sun is in a fire sign, Pisces moon can give you dynamic energy that has more depth and impact. People with this placement can be very hypnotic on the public. And whatever your sun sign, Pisces moon people will give you a sympathetic heart and artistic temperament and a great capacity for doing work that will have a lasting impression on others. And in fact, those with Pisces moon may have felt that in their childhood, things were very creative, compassionate, loving, um, and maybe even had a faded quality to them. They could have also felt that their mother was very scattered, secretive, confused, or indecisive, depending on the placement. Um, But ultimately, Pisces moon people have a depth of creativity and an unshakable intuition that separates them from the rest of the moon signs. Okay, so those are all of the moon signs and what they can mean in your personal placements if you have your sun sign. Hopefully that was helpful to you and enlightening as to what your moon sign significance is and what it can note about your childhood, your mother, your past, and what it means that your particular gifts are in this world. Some really cool ways that I wanted to share with you about how you can work to nurture your moon sign and be in a healthier place overall to empower yourself is to do shadow work with the moon. Uh, Specifically when the moon is either in your sign or in your opposite sign. Now, the ways you can do this is by um, working with the dark of the moon when it's in your sign and doing shadow work, invoking the opposite energies into your moon sign. So if you are a Taurus moon, then you would invoke a full Scorpio moon, or you could even just not even wait for the Scorpio or for a Scorpio moon to come around. You could just invoke the energy of Scorpio into your moon and give yourself that uh, the qualities of a Scorpio and the qualities of balancing out your moon with the opposite qualities. Uh, You could also do some nurturing and self-care and self-love and self-parenting because oftentimes, again, the moon sign will discuss and denote what your childhood was like, what infancy was like, or even what your mother was like in your life. And if you find that you have a debilitating placement that's in a difficult house, 
um, then nurturing and self-care and self-love and self-parenting and healing your inner child can often do wonders for a debilitated placement. Also, balancing the elements in your chart, if your chart lacks a certain element, for instance, um, if you look at, if you generate your chart perhaps on time passages or uh, cafe astrology, even CoStar might even do this, um, it should have a little portion at the bottom which discusses the elements and it'll give you a certain number of each element. And whatever you have the least amount of, you're going to have earth, air, flatter, uh, earth, air, fire, and water. And for instance, I have mostly air, water, and no, sorry, air, earth, and fire. And so I need more water. <laughs> so if I'm lacking that element and I want to bring more water into my life, then I might do workings that involve emotions, intuition, letting go of logic, letting go of into, uh, practical nature, letting go of intellectual uh preoccupation, letting know, letting go of passion, and just focusing completely on sitting in my own personal intuition and developing my own psychic powers. These are ways you can use your, if you practice witchcraft, it would be a great way to invoke that particular energy uh, into your life. And it might even help you to work with those energies. So working with water, maybe you want to take a cleansing bath and invoke self-love and intuition and nurturing as you take this bath you know and use herbs that you know talk about love and nurturing so things like roses and cinnamon those are just generally speaking I'm not an herbalist but you can look these things up and those things can help enrich your own sense of self-love and healing your inner child and giving yourself a sense of nurturing and self-care. Uh, however, if you have a more emotional sign in your moon sign, then perhaps you want to invoke more earth to give yourself a more practical nature. Perhaps you want to invoke air to give yourself an intellectual feel and develop those talents and develop those qualities that maybe you're lacking in your chart. Understanding which house your moon occupies and nurturing that placement is vital for having a healthy moon, which gives you healthy self-esteem and a healthy and balanced emotional state. So for instance, I have my moon in my midheaven, which is my 10th house, and that's the house of career. That means that in order for my moon to be truly in a healthy place, I must have a fulfilling career or fulfilling, meaningful, purposeful work. Otherwise, it's not fully living up to its full, healthy, uh, and balanced state that it could be in. If you have it in, say, your first house, then you really need to work on developing your own self and your own sense of identity because the first house is your public-facing identity. It may even evolve your public-facing reputation or how others view you. Uh, to a certain extent, but mostly it's about how you feel about yourself and your own personal identity. If you have it in the second house, it's going to involve developing your values. You're going to be a very emotionally tied up into 
material success maybe, but more often the develop of self-esteem and self-worth. And it might be wrapped up in having a sense of value. So that might be wrapped up in what you do for a job or if you make a, a decent living to support yourself and what resources you have at your disposal. This could mean support from others or it could mean supporting yourself. Uh, if you have it on the third house, that's a house of communication. So you may need to develop your emotional capacity for communicating with others in an emotional way uh, that nurtures your moon. If you have it in your fourth house, that's a house of home, nurturing your home, making it comfortable in a way that nurtures that moon placement. If you have other planets in those houses, it might complicate things a little bit, but it will still affect the same area of life. So Check what house you have it in, check what sign you have it in, and see what ways you can work with it to truly nurture that placement. The moon is all about emotions and intuition and overall your unconscious nature. And the major way to work with your unconscious nature truly is through shadow work and healing your inner child and caring for yourself in a way that heals your past, your infancy, your relationship with your mother, your relationship with your parents, um, and develops your emotional capacity for the things that you ultimately lack or have issues with expressing. And each sign will have different challenges. So the moon and specific zodiac signs, obviously, if you listen to all of them or the one that talks about your specific sign, you'll get a better idea of what you may be lacking and what you may need to be working with. So hopefully you guys found this helpful. Please let me know if you did. I'm on Instagram at Astrology Witch Podcast and I'm on Twitter at Astro W Podcast. And I would love to hear your thoughts because um, I'm interested to know the ways in which you want to work with your moon sign to either help a debilitation or to help nurture a less than favorable placement. Um, or even to just make sure that you're in a healthy, happy place and a balanced emotional state. Everyone can do these uh, workings and, you know, put work into making themselves a healthier, happier person. So please let me know what your thoughts were. And I look forward to hearing from you soon. And I will see you very soon in the next episode. Thanks so much for listening.